So our final parting gift to you lovely listeners is another fairy tale from the fabulous Becky and Amy of And Then What Pod, the podcast all about stories. So I guess we'd like to invite you to pull up a chair a bit closer to the fire. Make sure you've got some mince pies at the ready or a... Uh... Definitely going to need something to drink for oh, this one. Oh yeah, I think. okay. So a beverage of your choice. That yeah. could be cocoa or that could be Prosecco. Poss- <laughs> yes, possibly the latter. I mean, what I love that I learned from this podcast is that these classic fairy tales that we all know and love were not the only fairy tales that people like the Brothers Grimm wrote, that there were actually fairy tales that kind of didn't make the cut. <laughs> I think that's, a, that's a, a pretty good intro to this. Yeah, so we wanted to leave you with a fairy tale because... You know, it is the time of year for these things. It is. Um, but we wanted to leave you with a with a reasonably special one. And, and I think this definitely is a special one, a fairy tale that most decidedly didn't make the cut. Enjoy. This is a really obscure Brothers Grimm story called The Mouse, the Bird and the Sausage. Now, with that title, I can probably imagine what you and what the listeners might be thinking. It's like, oh, it's about a bird, a mouse fighting over a sausage. Well... Strap in. Um, <laughs> again, I've basically just like copied and pasted this. I haven't like rewritten it much in any way. Um, and I'm, you know, feel free to interject okay. with questions. I don't know if I can answer them all. Once upon a time, a mouse, a bird, and a sausage formed a partnership. <laughs> Sorry. So it's a sentient sausage. Yeah, it's not said how they've come into each other's lives. <laughs> doesn't point to the fact that the sausage is sentient and seems to have its own agency it's just this sausage it's like a pickle rick situation i guess okay, i don't know cool i'm assuming i mean it doesn't talk about a scientist who's turned himself into a sausage at any point either right okay we just got a sausage they kept house together and for a long time they lived in peace and prosperity acquiring many possessions and again feel like there's some detail lacking here because it doesn't say what kind of possessions they've acquired and that kind of information would tell us a lot more about the kind of mouse bird and sausage these people are <laughs> like is it a lot of items from john lewis yeah are they quite fancy or is it like a labyrinth situation where they're like a bunch of junk hoarders yeah you know or with, have they just gone down to primark and you know they could get? i feel like that kind of stuff tells you a lot about a bird of mouse and a sausage yeah. but here we are so they each had a daily task the bird's t- yeah <laughs> the bird's task was to fly into the forest every day and fetch wood the mouse would carry water make a fire set the table the sausage did the cooking <laughs> that seems unfair that's fairly cannibalistic well you wait Amy <laughs> so it's at this point that the story at least this version of the story just gives the moral away in the third sentence okay. of the whole thing Whoever is too well off always wants to try something different. That's literally... (laughs) And I I was there like, that's interesting. But no, that's literally the moral of the story. They've just chucked it in the middle. So, one day, the bird chanced to meet another bird. He's out and about. He meets another one. And uh, the bird's, like, boasting to him about, like, his own sweet setup. Doesn't tell us much about what this setup is, but I'm imagining it's something to be envious of bird wise so this this other bird like criticizes our bird friend for working so hard while the other two just like hang out and enjoy themselves at home so like you know dude like after the mouse has made the fire and carried the water she she they now have genders she can just sit in the parlor and rest and until it's time for her to set the table like what's she doing the sausage only has to stay by the pot and just watch the food cook this is all the bird talking here and then when mealtime approaches she again the sausage is a she (laughs) 
which is not what you would think <laughs> with a phallical shape there. So all she has to do is slither through the porridge or the vegetables, <laughs> making everything greasy and salty and ready to eat. So she seasons it with her own body. She seasons it with her own body. And then, like, the bird has to bring his load of wood home. And then, they, you know, they eat the meal, they sleep until the next morning. And, and the bird's just like, no, but I have a great life. And the other bird's like, all right, friend. So this gets, you know, our bird thinking. The next day, because of this douchey bird's advice, he refuses to, to go to the forest, saying that he's done with being their servant now. Um, he's no longer going to be their fool. <laughs> it's like written the thing. And everyone should try a different task for a change. Thank you very much. So the mouse and the sausage, <laughs> they argue against this. But the bird the bird was the master, apparently. And he's insistent that everyone just gives this Is a it try. because he's a man? Is this the patriarchy? Possibly. <laughs> I'm going to say yes. Um, so from now on, the sausage is going to go fetch the wood. The mouse is going to cook. And the bird's going to carry the water and set the table. And what was the result? It's literally... <laughs> this isn't me ad-libbing. This is <laughs> written down. So the sausage trudged off to the forest. I've never really imagined... I would say roll. <laughs> so Just imagine imagining it like... Boing, boing, boing. <laughs> But like, you know, kind of downtrodden. Yeah. Boing, boing. boing. <laughs> so the sausage trudges off to the forest. The bird makes the fire. And the mouse puts on the pot and waits for the sausage to return with the with the wood for the next day however the sausage has stayed out for so long that the other two were like i think something happened to sausage <laughs> oh no <laughs> so the bird after being like i'm not doing any more flying is like oh okay i'll fly off and see if i can go find her and a short distance away he finds this dog that has seized the sausage and is making off with her it's like, oh no. <laughs> and the bird tries to reason with the dog. He like complains to him bitterly about this brazen abduction. <laughs> this is what's written down. <laughs> but the, uh, and this is where it, like, if it wasn't weird before, <laughs> it gets weird. So the bird's like, dude, that's my best friend, that's my sausage. Stop. <laughs> and the dog's like, Sorry. <laughs> that's all right. And the dog is like, no, mate. I found a bunch of forged letters on the sausage. Um, so, like, she forfeits her life. Sorry. And, uh, and the bird's like, okay. Sorry, what, forged letters? So the sausage forged so, some letters? So the sausage has got all these, like, forged papers on them. And it's this point in the story where I was like, when was this story written? What politically was going on in Germany at the time? What could this be an allegory for? So the bird just, like, concedes defeat and is like, okay, bye, sausage. <laughs> Maybe you were a spy. Who knows? <laughs> and the bird. <laughs> I feel like if any character is going to be a spy in this, it's like not the animals, <laughs> the breakfast food. It's like one of these things is not like the others. Maybe it's the talking sausage. <laughs> Just somehow seasoning food with its own sweat. I mean, that seems weird, right? <laughs> it's odd. <laughs> so the bird carries the wood home himself confirmed male and tells the mouse what's happened and they're both like really sad but they're determined they're gonna stay together and make the most of the situation so the bird sets the table mouse prepares the food and the mouse having watched the sausage prepare the food many times what the mouse does is jumps in slithers and weaves amongst the vegetables to get them all nice and greasy but before she reaches the middle <laughs> <laughs> Her hair and skin are scalded off and she dies. 
so then the bird wants to eat but like there's no one to cook the food and he's like beside himself now and he's like throwing the wood around yelling out looking everywhere like there's no mouse anymore the sausage was a spy and then because he's like being really careless and emotional scattering the wood everywhere that catches fire the entire house catches fire and so the bird like rushes to fetch water but then the bucket fell into a well (laughs) taking him with it and he drowns (laughs) so Meanwhile, the sausage is getting like bits of it broken off bit by bit in torches. What do you know? <laughs> Where's the Cumberland? <laughs> so, um, so I think we can tell why that's an obscure <laughs> from the screen story. Not one of the more popular ones. I can't breathe. I just. <laughs> So, yeah, so I'm guessing, I mean, coming back to the moral that was in the third line, whoever is too well off always wants to try something different. So there we go. (laughs) Don't try something different, whatever you do.